a new year has this amazing mythical reset that we get. We flip that calendar page today and everything's new. We get to close the door on all the stuff from 2022. Is that great? Type in the chat if that is great. You're glad to close that door. Except you still have bills to pay. You're still going to have to show up for work the next day that you're scheduled to show up for work. You're still going to have to turn in your assignments next year. You still have the same relationship dramas that you had at the end of 2022, which was yesterday. As we think about 2022, for some, 2022 holds some really fantastic memories, life-changing moments. For others, those life-changing moments were there, but they weren't so great. The memories aren't so fantastic. Personally, I found 2022 to be both quite challenging as well as very fruitful and fulfilling, both at the same time. You know, when we think about those moments, one of the sad parts of remembering is that much of the time, often, the challenges that we faced overshadow the cherished moments that we lived out. For my own personal life, an example of that would be this past year, we doubled the number of grandchildren in our family from three to six. Look at this fantastic picture. And see, see all the grandchildren? Here, here's the three new ones there. You know, they all look so, so excited to, to, be, to be there. Oh, man, I love those guys so much. But you know what happened is I can assure you that I did not take enough time this year to enjoy those cherished moments. Why? Because I let the challenges overshadow the cherished moments. You know, while we all live in this tension where we have fantastic things happening in our lives and also hard things happening in our lives, really at the same time, in parallel, we get to choose which one is going to grab our attention, which one we are going to focus on. As we kick off another new year, you're going to be setting goals. You're going to be making some plans, and that's great. But as you think about those things and you do those things, can I encourage you this day, right now, to take a moment and don't forget to remember. Don't forget to remember some of those moments of 2022. I don't know about you, but my, my memory isn't as great as it used to be, or at least everybody tells me that because they tell me I'm always forgetting stuff, but I really don't. It's them, but yeah, it's them. It's not me, really. But Psalm 106, verse one and two says this. Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Now, get this part. Who can list the glorious miracles of the Lord. Who can ever praise him enough? You know, when we take time to remember, remembering leads to rejoicing. You know that verse that we just read, it says, who can list all the great things that God has done? So I want you to try right now, wherever you're at, there in your home or in your car or whatever, or 10 years from now, 
Take a piece of paper or your, your phone, put it in your notes on your phone. Start making a list of all the great things that God has done. And then don't just take five minutes to make this list. Do it for five minutes, but do it all week long. Do it all month long and see how long that list can be. It says, who can list all the things? God's done more in your life than you even will remember. But start out making a list. And while you're making that list, praise him. Say thank you. Acknowledge his goodness in your life. Maybe he's provided for you this year in ways that you didn't expect. Maybe he's kept your health good this year. Whatever it is, write all the little things down that God has done. You know, there's an, an old hymn that goes something like this. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Anybody know that? If you know that, write in the chat. Hey, I know that. I remember that. That was 120 years ago, but I remember it. Well, a church I used to be a part of, used to be an associate pastor at 100 years ago when we used to sing that song. There, there was this senior gentleman in our church. And when we would come to the count your blessings, name them one by one part. Yeah, almost saying, no, I didn't do it. Uh, he, he would say, he would really loudly, we'd get to the one by one. And he would go, ton by ton, you know. And it was just great. It, it, was, it was funny, but it was great because he was actually right. Because it's not one by one. It is time by time. God has blessed us so much in our lives. And I think about that corporately as a church. And I want to share with you a few of the, the big blessings in 2022. A few of the highlights that came to mind as I was thinking about this this past week. You remember Big Step Sunday? Baby steps lead to big steps. That was a fantastic day. We had the kids in the service, and we shared the gospel that day. And there was nine or ten kids who were up front over to my right who were praying to receive Christ with some of the elders and some of the children's leaders and workers and everything. And that was a, a tremendous memory, a tremendous day on that Big Step Sunday. Then throughout the year, we, we saw 11 people make the decision to be baptized. And you look at all these photos here, and as I'm looking at those photos, even right now, my mind's going back and remembering the unique individual stories of each and every one of those. There was a life changed for the glory of God. God's in the business of transforming lives, and we got to be a part of that, a small part of seeing that blessing. And then we saw lots of families make decisions this year to dedicate themselves and their children to the Lord. And again, as I look at all of these families and know that the heart of those people was to give their kids to God for whatever he had for them and to commit themselves to raising them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, that was just, those are some really amazing, amazing moments. Over this past year, we administered to around just over a thousand people, best we can tell, uh, on a regular ongoing basis, not cumulatively. About a thousand people called us home. We saw 19 first-time conversions. We saw five new life groups started because all these new people were coming and they wanted to get engaged in groups and connected. We started a coach program for reaching out into our community and our community assist program so that we can actually journey with people who are receiving food hampers and things from us. We started a house of prayer uh, once a month on Wednesday nights along with our already online prayer meetings. And we just saw God working in tremendous ways through all of that this year. You know, 
as we remember. It's great to rejoice. But remembering has another power in it. Here we see in Psalm 143, the psalmist says this. He says, I am losing all hope. I am paralyzed with fear. Wow. That's exciting, isn't it? As we are thinking about memories from 2022. Maybe you lost all hope. Maybe you're paralyzed with fear. Look what the psalmist says next, though. I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works and think about what you have done. I lift my hands to you in prayer. I thirst for you as a parched land thirst for rain. You see the transition there? I'm paralyzed with fear. And then I remember the days of old. In Psalm 77, it says it like this. But, that's the, that's the key word in this passage, but. The psalmist is talking about being distraught. And then he says, but then I recall all you have done, O Lord. I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago. So remembering leads to rejoicing, but remembering also leads to refocusing. When we are distraught, when we feel paralyzed, when we feel hopeless, remembering what God has done helps us refocus our attention and reframe things. You know, the Psalms are full of these moments when the writer was feeling all these things. But then they have that moment where they tap into a memory and it changes their outlook, recalling all the great things that God had done previously. Think about moments this year that caused you to stop, to pause, and refocus. Maybe you were having a bad day. Maybe you were having a bad week or a bad month or a bad few months, but at least a bad few moments. And then all of a sudden, something happened. There was a trigger for you to refocus. Maybe it was a word spoken over you. Maybe it was a prayer. Maybe it was a song lyric. Lots of things that could have been that helped you adjust your thinking. As I remember back across the year, I think about our sermon series, and there were, would have been lots of things in those messages that may have been some of those prompters for you. I know some of the things that I preached, I found myself going back to time after time after time over this year. We started the year with road signs, and uh, we looked at all the different road signs and the obstacles in our pathway, and one of the things that we said was we need to proceed with caution. If you we're a volunteer around here. If you were on the staff around here, you heard me say that probably a thousand times this year because I just kept banging on about we need to proceed with caution. We need to proceed with caution. That was something that I kept rehearsing for myself when things might have been difficult. Then we went into the Reality Bite series when life isn't what you expected. And what we found out through that series was that we need to expect some battles and we need to stand still and watch God work. But God's path for us is different than our plan, but it comes to God's provision. I needed to remember that this year. Maybe some of you did. By the way, as I'm rehearsing some of these, maybe you had a memory from one of the message series this year. Type that in the chat. What, what was it that reset you, that helped you refocus, that maybe you kept remembering over the year? We had our Think Beyond series, which helped us all to refocus our attention beyond ourselves, beyond our boundaries, beyond the normal. That whole thing was a box, thinking outside the box. And then one of my favorite this year in the faith, When Faith and Family Collide series was uh, I made a declaration that uh, was kind of surprising even to me, but it's 
can't come back many, many times, sometimes to bite me, was that we need to spread the disappointment around. You remember that one? Remember spreading the disappointment? It wasn't a command that you need to go do it, but it's a reality that we need to spread it out and not disappoint the same people all the time. Then we went to Rules to Live By, and we had Love Lee helping us through that and figuring out how we adjust or apply the commands of the Old Testament into our everyday life. And then we went through Living Together and Finding Peace, and now the Wonder Series that we're wrapping up today with Precious Memories. What was it this year that you remember that helped you to refocus? You know, when we're, our mind's going to troubled places, when we're feeling distraught, when we're feeling hopeless, we need to reset. We need to refocus. And remembering will help us to do that. Isaiah chapter 46 says this, remember the things I've done in the past, for I alone am God. I am God and there is none like me. Only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass. For I do whatever I wish. Remembering leads us to reassurance. When we remember how God has worked in the past, it helps us understand how he's going to work in the future and have confidence in how he's going to work in the future. So as we remember, and you look at that list that you were making, let that be fuel for your dreams for the future. Seeing how God has worked in the past should fuel our dreams. And we should be able to dream bigger because we know how faithful he's been in the past. What might he be willing to do through you? You know, several years ago, one of our young ladies uh, was willing to ask that question. What would God be willing to do for us? And this year, we see here several photos of uh, mission involvement. But over on the far right side there, we see Hope for Life Thailand. And we see Jackie Croxon. Many, many years ago, eight, ten years ago, Jackie was willing to ask, what might God be willing to do? And then this year we celebrated ten years of Hope for Life. They launched that here from our uh, welcome space. It was a great night, a great event. But, you know, eight, nine years ago, when Jackie left to go work in that ministry, she would have had no idea the scope that laid in front of her and what God might be willing to do. Now she works internationally, working for Hope for Life all over the world and making a difference in people's lives, seeing them have hope where hope was gone because of HIV and AIDS. You know, looking at what Jackie did, somebody else this year answered that question or decided to see what God might be willing to do. We saw Peter and Guinea commissioned to a country in South Asia, and they left, and they've been there now for about five, six months. Uh, they're already serving and working, learning the culture and learning the language because they were willing to say, what might God be willing to do? Because they understood this whole principle that remembering gives reassurance because God has worked in the past. He's going to work in the future, and they want to be a part of what God's going to do. And you were a part of what God has been doing there. Many of you are ongoing supporting Peter and Guinea, but you see these other photos here. We held a trivia night, which raised over $14,000 to help them get there. And that's because you we're willing to see what God might do because you're remembering what he's done in the past, being reassured of what he's going to do in the future. 
These guys are an example of another great thing that remembering does for us. In both the Old and New Testaments, the concept of memory is not just a cognitive ability to recall, but it was actually a, the, the remembering something required action to follow it. That's what the word remember most of the time in the Old and New Testament mean. In Joshua chapter 4, we see God told Israel to set up memorial stones so that they would remember and so that they could tell their children what had happened so that they could act in faith, trusting God. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, the Apostle Paul is writing to young Timothy and he's reminding him of his spiritual heritage and his mother and his grandmother and all the things that have been built into Timothy's life. And he says this, this is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Remembering leads to responding. See, there's action associated with it. Memories cause action. Maybe it's remembering how God made you. Maybe it's a calling in your life that was once there, and you set that aside, and maybe it's time to pick that back up. We heard testimony last week from a young lady, Natalie, who went on a trip to South Asia, and it sparked memories of things that she knew was a calling on her life before. And now she's going on to do further studies to prepare herself for long-term mission. Maybe it's things that you had planned as a family, or maybe it's things that you said yes to or no to, and you decided things are going to be different. You know, when I reflect on this past year, this whole idea of responding can be beautifully wrapped up in the 200 plus volunteers that we have here at WBC. People who have responded to say, yes, we, have a, a, we had a training day and we had like 110 of those volunteers here at one time across the building. And it was a, a beautiful day where they could be refueled and trained and learn how to keep our church safe and all that stuff. But friends, what I love about this is that these are people who believe in what God is doing through the local church at WBC in our community around the world. These people believe in it, so they invest in it. They give their lives to this thing that God is doing. They have a passion for reaching out to people who don't know Jesus and providing hope to people who previously had no hope. This year, as we're beginning a new year, let me encourage you, don't forget to remember. But you're gonna remember I started this morning talking about that tension where we don't wanna to forget to remember, but what are we remembering? And there's some things that, that are unpleasant to remember. So while we don't wanna to forget to remember, can I also encourage you, do remember to forget. And no, I haven't lost my mind. You do need to remember to forget sometimes. The Apostle Paul, who had a major life transformation when he came to Jesus, and then he wrote most of the New Testament, gives us some advice about this whole area of forgetting. In Philippians chapter 3, he says this, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. 
He's saying forgetting the past. We need to understand that forgetting is not that simple. Our minds are powerful. God has given us brains that file things away. And actually forgetting things is almost impossible. What Paul is saying here, when he says forget the past, he's not saying you can delete it from your memory, like a memory stick, you know, that kind of thing. But he's saying that forgetting is not allowing the past to dictate or define your future. Don't let the past define the future. And I believe that Paul was saying to forget several things here. He had some specific things in mind because he was on a journey himself. He wanted to know Christ more intimately in the verses that were preceding this. He wanted to experience God's power in his life. And to do that, he said, I need to forget some things. And some of the things I believe Paul had in mind was this. He wanted to for, said that we need to forget past sins. For the Apostle Paul, he was a murderer and persecutor of Christians. And if he was going to grow in his intimacy with Christ, if he was going to experience the power of God in his life, he needed to understand he was forgiven. And he needed to not dwell on that past, those past sins that were going to hold him down. Friends, you and I all have a past. And we can't let our past sins haunt us. We've been forgiven by the blood of Christ, and we need to rest in that and move forward. Not only would Paul have been thinking about past sins, but he would have been thinking about forgetting past setbacks. Paul didn't accomplish everything that he wanted to in his ministry. We read over and over again how, oh, I wanted to come here, but I couldn't. I wanted to do this, but God didn't let me do it. There were setbacks in Paul's life where he didn't get to achieve what he wanted. Maybe... You haven't been successful in achieving the things you planned for last year. Maybe when you look at your list of New Year's resolutions, they've been the same for the last decade. Maybe you set spiritual goals last year and you didn't quite live up to them in prayer or Bible reading or church attendance or whatever it might be. But friends, can I say, don't let past setbacks stop you. Forget about that. Forget the setback and don't let that stop you from trying again. The Apostle Paul would have also tell, is telling us, forget past suffering, hurts that are, are wrongs that have been done to you. But the Apostle Paul had a lot of those hurts, a lot of those wrongs done to him by people that were even his friends that deserted him. We all have hurts. Can I encourage you to start this year by forgetting some of those sufferings, by forgiving those who have hurt you, and setting that aside, you're only causing yourself further grief and pain by allowing it to control your life. And I understand, hey, th this is not an easy thing. And that's what the whole Finding Peace series was all about, is how to navigate some of the anxieties, some of the hurts, some of the, the things that we've gone through in our lives. So if you need some help in being able to do that, to be able to move on, go revisit that series. And then finally, I think Paul would want us to forget some past successes. Paul was successful in ministry. He achieved a lot, but it was never enough. He was always looking ahead, forgetting the past, looking ahead to what lies in front of me. What you did last year, friends, is old news. Those wonderful statistics and stories I shared with you earlier, those are last year's news. We need to be making new memories. Make some new precious memories for 2023. See new people coming to Christ. Seeing more people being baptized. Seeing more people decide to go deeper in their relationship with God. 
Don't rest and lean on your past successes. That's the past. Look towards the future. We can't allow your past to distract you in the present and defeat you for the future. That's why we need to forget. So 2022 is behind us and 2023 has begun. As we finish up today and as you launch into 2023, don't forget to remember. Lots of things to remember because remembering is going to bring rejoicing. Remembering is going to help you refocus. It's going to give you reassurance. And it's going to help you to respond. But while you're not forgetting to remember, do remember to forget those past sins, those past setbacks, the past suffering, and the past successes. Friends, we've got a new year in front of us. And while it's a mythical reset, we all know that. It is exciting to say we can put the past in the past. Remember the good bets, and let's launch into this year ready to see how God wants to work in your life and through your life. God bless you. Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the opportunity that we have to, to look at the Old Testament folks that talked about how remembering worked in their lives. And it caused rejoicing, caused refocusing and reassurance and response. And then how Paul tells us to reframe that and remember that we need to forget some things. And Lord, deliver us from those memories that haunt us of our past sins and the sufferings and the setbacks. And Lord, as much as we want to cling to those past successes, help us not to lean on those to carry us through. Help us to get engaged in making new memories new successes. In Jesus' name, amen.